0: You are listening to John Diard's Life Spa, your premier source for health news and Ayurveda, where modern science meets ancient wisdom. In this episode, Dr. John talks microbiome. Hi, my name is Dr. John Diard, and I want to talk to you today about what I like to call the future of medicine. Imagine going to the doctor. For a particular health concern, a doctor hands you a strain of very specific microbes that support that health concern. Instead of getting an antibiotic to kill the bad bugs, you get a dose of the good bugs that you might be missing. This could very well be the future of medicine in this country. Now, ten years ago or so, doctors figured out a way to map the genome of the human body, map the genes, and found out incredible things about genetic predispositions they also were able to recently map the genome of the microbes in the body and they found something amazing. That we are 90% of our cells are microbial. Bugs. And only 10% are human. The DNA in our body, 8 million DNA exists in the body that are microbial. Only 22,000 are human. So we are completely outnumbered. We live think eat and breathe to support probably the ninety percent and the ninety percent which are all bugs probably support us as an afterthought it's an incredible new arena of research that's happening so imagine you go to the doctor you have a blood sugar issue the doctor gives you a a, a, an extract of a fungus called aspergillus uh, niger and aspergillus is a fungus they make sake and rice wine vinegar out of in japan and that fungus makes an enzyme called transglucosidase that actually breaks down sugar, starches, into specific sugars that the other microbes love to eat. If you didn't have that strain of bugs in your gut, then those sugars would end up in your bloodstream and possibly predispose you to blood sugar issues. So the doctors may in the future may give you a bottle of Aspergillus to take care of your blood sugar issues. For years doctors couldn't figure out why in the West we had blood den- uh, bone density issues here in the West and in the East and Asia and China, there are really no issues with regard to bone density. Now they found out there's a bacteria, a microbe called Lactobacillus ruteri, which is specifically designed to support bone health. So maybe it's a lack of that one bacteria that actually is going to support the bone health in our body, this is the future of medicine: is to realize that we have created a major antimicrobial assault to kill all the bugs that we can find, get rid of the bad bugs, as, without actually taking care of the good bugs. The, bu- the, the, the people in Europe and Asia have a much larger, diverse set of microbes in their body, and we, because of our sterile antibiotic environment, have stripped our bugs down to a very few. And strains, and there's always 10,000 different strains in the body. So you want to start thinking about ways that you can build up the diversity of your microbes. Now, probiotics are great; they have great benefit. But generally speaking, probiotics, when you take them, they go right through you. When they, when as they're transiting your intestinal tract, they work great. But very few of them actually stay intact as they pass through the digestive acid and through the bile. And very few of them actually absorb to the intestinal wall. And there's a couple of them that I think are important to know about. One is called Bifidobacterium lactis, and it's HN019. You want to look at that on the label of your probiotics. And this is one that actually has been shown to weather the digestive storm in your stomach and gallbladder and actually attach to the intestinal wall. Lactobilus plantarum comes from fermented vegetables, also another bacteria that you can find in a probiotic that will actually weather the digestive storm, get into the intestinal tract and adhere to the intestinal wall. So when you're beginning to build back a a diverse flora, you wanna feed your intestinal tract with bugs, microbes, probiotics, that will actually attach and colonize and develop a good, healthy, diverse flora in your intestinal tract. If you go to my website at Lifespot.com and read about our, our, our product called Flora Restore, there's a list of all the research done on these particular probiotics that actually do attach to the intestinal wall. It's very important that you know what type of probiotics you're taking so you're getting, you know, the biggest bang for your buck and deliver the best, most diverse microbial environment that you can get. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. John DeYar. And don't say anything and don't react or respond. And while you're chilling, ask yourself and think about all the ways that you actually love that partner. And think about all the ways you love them and then when you're ready take action based on the truth of the relationship, which is that you love your partner. So go give them a hug, tell them that you love them, bring them a cup of tea, some act of affection, some act of kindness, based on the feelings that you have that you actually love them in this way that you're actually thinking about. After you take action based on what's true about the relationship, ask yourself, how do you feel after expressing some affection or some kindness to that person instead of reacting to that thing that bugged you or that thing that they said in a negative aggressive way and you're going to realize that what you seek out in your life more than having them change or be this way or that way what you're seeking out in your life more than anything else is for you to take make the choice to let who you really are out the fact that you love That person and that you're a loving person and act on that instead of waiting for them to change so you can then someday be your happy-go-lucky wonderful self what if they don't change you may never get an opportunity to be your wonderful loving self in your lifetime and literally a lifetime and fly by, and you never get to be that wonderful, happy, joyful person that you are. And sometimes we end up just kind of angry and irritated and just projecting on the screen that person that we don't really appreciate. So please take a look at the article associated with this video. Uh, go to my website at lifespot.com, read more about our Colorado Cleanse and our detoxification programs that are involved in physical detox and mental and emotional transformation. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John DeYard. Hi, my name is Dr. John DeYard, and I want to talk to you today about your microbes and your mind. Research has shown us that 90% of the human cells of the body are microbes, and only 10% are human. Research has shown that 95% of the serotonin to support the mood is produced in your gut. Research has shown that trillions of microbes exist in your gut wall that make the serotonin. Research has shown us that there are a hundred million neurons in the intestinal tract, we call it the second brain. Research has shown that these cells, these microbes of your gut can reproduce up to a million times in just eight hours, quickly, rapidly multiplying and interpreting the outer environment. Everything that you touch and eat is experienced by your intestinal microbes the microbes on your fingers, the microbes on your food, where you were for the last 15 to 18 hours is experienced by your intestinal microbiology. And they're interpreting that information, interpreting the outside world, and creating genetic changes in the microbes, and then ultimately in the 10%, which is us. How fascinating, really, is that? There's a, there's a science called epigenetics, which means to change genetics from outside. Research has shown now that we actually change our genetics by our beliefs, by what we see. By what we experience and by the environment not by necessarily what we touch we can have emotional belief systems that ultimately change the microbiology therefore change us so what that's saying is an old ayurvedic saying which is what you see you become what you experience in your world what you see what you put your attention on that creates the microbiology and that creates you and can create your mood studies have shown where they take the microbiology out of a mouse that's very uh, aggressive and competitive, and they put it into a very fearful mouse, and that mouse becomes aggressive and competitive. Very fascinating. Research has shown that they take that moms who are startled while they are carrying their babies, that the, that when the babies are born, that their microbiology, many of the good bacteria strains are just missing, typically due to the stress that alters the the microbiology. They took healthy mice and they put them with mice they called social disruptors. Mice that caused a lot of ruckus, and over time, these mice, they checked the microbiology of the healthy mice, and soon their good bacteria became less, their bad bacteria became more, and they succumbed to many health issues, immune-compromised issues It was directly linked to their microbiology. So the point of this video is for us to realize that what we put our attention on, we become. What we see, we become. So think about, in your world, where you put your attention, how much violence you expose yourself to, how much anger you allow yourself to get engaged in, and start thinking, we talk about in Ayurveda, a sattvic way of life. I wrote an article once called, What is Your Emotional Body Type? And it actually gives you a questionnaire that will determine what your emotional type is. Are you more sattvic, which is more content and joyful for no reason, because it's your nature? Are you more rajasic, stimulated, and that's what feeds you, which might be harmful to your microbiology? Or are you more tamasic, withdrawn, retreating, hiding, or possibly depressed? And and you can find out in what areas of your life you might be a little tamasic or a little rajasic and give you some insights into where you can scrub your lifestyle and make sure that what you see you become is what you desire. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John DeGuard. And don't say anything and don't react or respond. And while you're chilling, ask yourself and think about all the ways that you actually love that partner. And think about all the ways you love them. And then when you're ready, take action based on the truth of the relationship, which is that you love your partner so go give them a hug tell them that you love them bring them a cup of tea some act of affection some act of kindness based on the feelings that you have that you actually love them in this way that you're actually thinking about after you take action based on what's true about the relationship ask yourself how do you feel after expressing some affection or some kindness to that person instead of reacting to that thing that bugged you or that thing that they said in a negative, aggressive way. And you're gonna realize that what you seek out in your life more than having them change or be this way or that way, what you're seeking out in your life more than anything else is for you to take, make the choice to let who you really are out, the fact that you love that person and that you're a loving person and act on that instead of waiting for them to change so you can then someday be your happy-go-lucky wonderful self what if they don't change you may never get an opportunity to be your wonderful loving self in your lifetime and literally a lifetime can fly by and you never get to be that wonderful happy joyful person that you are and sometimes we end up just kind of angry and irritated and just projecting on the screen that person that we don't really appreciate so please take a look at the article associated with this video Uh, Go to my website at Lifespot.com, read more about our Colorado Cleanse and our detoxification programs that are involved in physical detox and mental and emotional transformation. Thanks for listening, I'm Dr. John DuYard. Hi, my name is Dr. John DuYard and I want to talk to you today about a very interesting technique called Oil Cleansing Therapy it's the actual technique of rubbing oil on your skin instead of soap to clean yourself it's a strange concept that you could put oil on your skin and actually feel clean you Now we clean ourselves with soap and scrub and clean and clean and what we've done over the years is we've cleaned all the good oils off of our skin and those oils feed the microbes on our skin and the microbes do the heavy lifting for many of the functions of the skin makes it look glowing and gives you great complexion but also supports the immunity which is one of the major roles of your skin so very very important that we don't scrub with soap all the oils off the skin now the first use of soap is interesting the the legends say that oils from animal sacrifice were mixed into the rivers and when they mixed with the water they created suds and the women who were washing the clothes found that they they they, uh, clean the clothes better when they use some of these suds and now we know fast forward modern science we know that when you put oil with water and you rub it it actually creates a saponification effect it actually creates a soaping cleaning effect it literally actually takes out some of the bad microbes on the skin it actually has a lipophilic effect so any oils or grease or grime from our environment gets pulled off your skin has some really uh, amazing properties plus when you put oil on your skin you're feeding the good microbes which is a very very important piece of the puzzle now traditionally in india they would massage their their bodies every day for, for their whole life there's that's people who are in their 80s have had a massage every day of their life as part of their natural tradition and use very little soap if any and you might think you would start to smell but interestingly enough if you rub the oil properly you actually and you rub it in really well you can create a really effective cleansing technique you put the oil on your body and you rub it in let the shower kind of heat up the water while the water is running on you when you get really hot and then you rub that oil off you create a cleansing effect now why is that the skin is made of oils the oil that you put on your skin has a lipophilic effect and oil pulling effect. Techniques we've talked about called oil pulling, which is the swishing of oil in your mouth. Studies show that it has lots of benefits. It reduces plaque, some really interesting things. But what we also know that it does from the Ayurvedic techniques of oleation and taking ghee as part of cleansing therapies is that studies have shown that it literally pulls heavy metals and fat soluble toxins out of the fat cells during and after this process of ingesting ghee. It has a lipophilic oil pulling effect. So when you put it in your mouth or you put it on your skin, you're having that lipophilic effect. Now ayurvedically, they would take oils and cook herbs into them. So the herbs would actually be carried to the surface of the skin by the oil, penetrate the skin. Gotta remember, the oil molecule of a vegetable oil is usually too large to penetrate our skin. It sits on top, which is why you feel greasy afterwards. But if you put herbs, this is a brilliant thing that they did in Ayurveda. They put cooked herbs into the oils. The herbs would penetrate and pull toxins out of the deep tissues. This is basically the, the formula for our Ayurvedic mask that we created, which is a phenomenal product because it actually uses herbs to drive in and pull impurities out. And that's what they would do is herbalize oils, put it on your skin, leave it on the skin. So the oils pull, pull, pull these toxins. And then you take a a wet washcloth and you rub all that oil off of your skin, create a sort of an exfoliating effect. And then when you're done, a very thin layer of oil to sort of protect your nervous system. Wherever you have skin, you feel it, which means your nervous system is exposed in that area. So putting oil on your skin creates a dampening, calming of the nervous system effect. So not only does it clean you, not only does it uh, feed the microbes of your skin, which are critically important, and moisturize your skin by actually having an herbalized oil that you're using to cleanse your skin with. but it also pulls impurities out of your skin, which is a very, very incredible concept. This is actually something that I, I highly suggest that you try. We have a whole uh, a variety of different herbalized oils that you can uh, look at and, 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 and use and practice with. Our skincare line uses another oil technique called olive squalene, which is the exact oil chemically that our skin makes to moisturize itself. And all we did for our skincare product is we soaked that olive squalene with herbali- with herbs that moisturize and heal and repair and support the health and function of the skin. And we soaked that in that squalene for two weeks. We strain off the herbal matter and we have this impregnated, medicated or support for the skin. And then you put that on your skin or on your face. And it has a very, again, the same exact principle, but these were designed for the tight, small pores of the face. So this process, this, this idea of oil cleansing for your skin is an Ayurvedic concept that's been used for thousands and thousands of years. We're just now beginning to understand the magic of how it supports the health of your skin, the health of your microbes, and therefore, the immunity and the protection that your skin provides. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Javier. Get an opportunity to be your wonderful, loving self in your lifetime and literally a lifetime can fly by and you never get to be that wonderful happy joyful person that you are and sometimes we end up just kind of angry and irritated and just projecting on the screen that person that we don't really appreciate so please take a look at the article associated with this video Uh, Go to my website at livespot.com. read more about our Colorado Cleanse and our detoxification programs that are involved in physical detox and mental and emotional transformation. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John DuYard. Hi, my name is Dr. John DuYard. I want to talk to you today about really the new science, the future of medicine. There's no doubt you know, in the future, you're going to go to the doctor, they're going to evaluate your microbes in your gut. They're going to give you a vial of the microbes that you lack, particularly for your particular condition. We now know, based on this incredible new science, that there are specific microbes for your nervous system, for your mood. We already know it. if you took Lactobacillus helveticus or Bifidobacteria longum, you could see mood stability and mood support. We know that Lactobacillus ruteri supports bone density. We know that, that uh, bugs from the spiller Aspergillus niger called transglucosidase supports uh, blood sugar benefits. We know that there's, there's really good microbes for the respiratory tract, for liver function, for better elimination, for weight loss. These studies are coming faster than we can even kind of correlate them or understand them. But the one thing that we do know about all these different microbes is they're what are called transient. They don't stick around. So while you take these probiotics, they seem to have this beneficial effect that's that's being documented. But the real goal is to actually to create a more diverse strain of permanent residence in your gut quite naturally. Now, when you take a lot of probiotics, here's a couple of problems. One, most of them are transient. In one study with 14 of the top brands of probiotics from the health food store, only one of those brands actually had the probiotics in the capsule that the label said it should have. So be careful when you buy probiotics. There's just a lot of really undocumented or verifiable science techniques to get those bugs in the capsule and keep them alive when they actually get into your mouth so so that's very very important we do know that there are uh, microbes probiotics called colonizing probiotics there's one called uh, lactobacillus plantarum lp114 bifidobacteria lactis hn019 so in, in bifidobacteria for example there's just so many strains of that but only one strain did they show that actually adhered to the gut wall and created diversity. In one study with people over 60 years old, they showed new and diverse strains of bacteria in their gut after taking the, the Bifidobacterium lactis HN019. I call these starter bugs. In other words, they're going to help you create a starter population in your intestinal tract. And then you can then add fermented foods into your diet. A little bit of sauerkraut, a little bit of kombucha, a little bit of kimchi, a little bit of olive, a little bit of pickle, a little bit of yogurt, these kinds of things. But you got to remember in the summertime when it's hot out, fermented foods are very acidic. So even in the wintertime, fermented foods are taken as condiments. In the summertime, even less because you're taking a hot food in a hot season. If your body types hot, you can overheat. So don't overshoot that runway. Be really cautious like the 20 ounce bottle of kombucha is way more kombucha than you could handle particularly if you're a pitta body type who tends to get overheated or acidic very easily you just got to be careful and be smart and understand that that these fermented foods were, were really used you know historically to preserve the vegetables for the winter so they are very heating as a result of that so be careful not to overshoot that runway and then you know in the article associated with this video I list all the different probiotics that are out there that we know of and some of their incredible benefits that we've seen documented in some of the science behind that so go to the article associated with this video and look up maybe your problem condition look at the bugs that might support that but also think about starter bugs to help get some adhering to the gut wall so they can literally poop out waste that these other new bugs will eat. Maybe a diverse uh, diet of some, some small amounts of fermented foods to create that diversity. And let's rebuild the diversity that we've lost here in the West because of our so sterile environment and culture. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John DeYard. Hi, my name is Dr. John DeYard. and I'm going to talk to you today about a very exciting new microbe, a new probiotic that supports the oral cavity. They found that this particular microbe is actually very abundant in children and adults who have very good upper respiratory health. They also found out that this particular microbe actually competes against volatile sulfur compounds that cause bad breath, so it supports healthy fresh breath. This research was done originally by a doctor named Dr. John Tagg from the University of Otago in New Zealand. He suffered as a young child with a lot of respiratory issues and when he grew up as a microbiologist he started studying the saliva for six years of children, school-aged children, and found that the kids were very healthy had a lot of this specific strain of Streptococcus salivarius ENT. And kids who actually had poor respiratory health didn't have this particular strain. So he started using it as a probiotic and saw really profound improvements in respiratory health, throat health, sinus health, uh, tonsils for children, saw significant improvements And what's interesting is a while back I wrote an article about uh, the future of medicine. You go to the doctor, they take a look, and they measure your microbiome, your microbes, and they provide you with a a, a bottle of microbes that support the lack that you have that's related to your particular condition or issue, right? And this is the future of medicine. And this is really the first time that, that probiotics are being prescribed to support microbes outside the intestinal tract for a particular condition. So maybe the future of medicine is actually here is pretty profound stuff. So this particular microbe uh, has been shown to uh, actually compete for the the environment, for the real estate in your oral mucosa. And the more that you take it, the more abundant these uh, Streptococcus salivarius ENT Microbes become, and they've been shown to support upper respiratory health, sinus health, uh, preventing against many respiratory issues, and they also protect against the bad microbes that proliferate. You have lots of microbes in your mouth and they break down proteins and they release what are called volatile sulfur compounds that cause bad breath. And this particular microbe, the salivarius the ENT microbe, actually competes for that real estate, it doesn't let those microbes proliferate and actually supports fresh breath at the level of the source. The source of the bad breath comes from when these bad bugs are sort of, these sulfur-containing compounds or bugs are released into uh, the oral cavity. So powerful, powerful stuff. Please check out the article associated with this video where I talk about all the research on this brand new microbe, Streptococcus salivarius ENT. Please check it out. Thanks for listening, I'm Dr. John Beard. Hi, my name is Dr. John Bayard, and I want to talk to you today about how to support the health of your intestinal mucus membranes and how important they are. Your mouth, your throat, your esophagus, your stomach, your small intestine, large intestine, all are aligned with mucous membranes. And those mucous membranes support very important microbes that support immunity, the ability to digest, hard to digest foods like wheat and dairy. These microbes are directly related to our brain function, our mood function, our cognitive function. When we're under a lot of stress, research has now shown that this road between our gut and our brain, called the gut-brain axis, is extremely lively. And when you disturb those microbes with stress that pounds away at our gut, destroys and aggravates our mucous membranes in our intestinal tract, it disturbs this relationship that's called the gut-brain axis. In fact, new research has shown that there are even more subtle pathways that they're just beginning to find out that actually, when disturbed, can alter our ability to have, have cognitive function, uh, uh, memory, uh, motivation, and maybe even most compelling, our gut feelings and intuitive decision-making. So what they have found in the research is that the quality of our intestinal mucous membranes support the health of certain microbes that actually support a relationship directly to the brain that's directly related to our intuition. You don't hear words like intuition in scientific abstracts very often. This is a really phenomenal research and makes digestive strength and the ability to digest, hard to digest food in your intestinal mucous membrane so much more and more critically important than ever before. So, so how cool is that, that now we're beginning to see that our own intuition is actually supported by certain types of microbes and the relationship between the brain and the gut. How important is that? So, very important now to understand how to support intestinal microbiology and your intestinal mucosa. Now, um, when you get stressed out, your intestinal tract will dry out. When it dries out, you can sometimes have occasional constipation. When it gets dry, the body can produce reactive mucus because they are mucous membranes actually, and they'll produce a lot of mucus and cause looser stools, sometimes even mucus in your stool and this is not a good thing that flattens out and bogs down the villi in your intestinal tract. Now you have the inability to digest, assimilate, absorb nutrition and detoxify becomes compromised as a result of that kind of stress. When you have compromised uh, uh, mucous membranes in your stomach and can cause occasional heartburn issues that can burn and irritate and compromise the ability for you to digest well if you have too much acid um, eventually the body will say this is crazy and it'll dial it down and turn off the acid and all of a sudden now you're not digesting hard to digest proteins well they're going through your intestinal tract acting as irritants i'm talking about gluten and casein or sort of the classic ones And they irritate your gut, rip your guts to shreds, cause inflammation in your gut, disturb the microbiome and the ability for it to communicate with your brain, support cognitive function, memory, mood, and now we know even your intuitive decision making. That gut feeling they talk about is actually a really real thing. How cool is that? So I have a formula that I've been using for, gosh, so long that I absolutely love when I'm looking at situations where I just want to support and coat the entire uh, intestinal tract with a protective kind of mucilaginous, demulcent kind of shield or band-aid. And these three herbs are slippery elm, marshmallow root, and licorice root. And What we do is we cook them down, we take those three in chopped form. And you chop them up really good and you can't use ground ones which they sell at Whole Foods and places because it just makes mud so you take these chopped herbs you soak them overnight in two quarts of water and in the morning you boil it down to a half a quart strain it through a metal strainer you push it through with a spoon and now you have this thick viscous tea you take a tablespoon every couple of hours throughout the day you may have all seen that Pepto-Bismol commercial where where that just like pink stuff just coats the whole intestinal tract all the way through with this pink protective coating well in a way that's what we're doing we're using the slip around marshmallow and licorice root to actually coat the entire mouth throat esophagus stomach small large intestine and coat the whole thing allowing The the mucous membranes to heal like you would put a band-aid on something and protect it from the irritation, from the stress, from the undigested foods, proteins, gluten, you know, casein, things like that, and protect it. And you do that for a month. Sometimes we need to do it for two months. And you do it for a month to protect the whole intestinal tract. It is nothing short of phenomenal. I've seen so much benefit and a way to create an environment to reset the microbiology. Once you have that in place, you can add herbs like, um, we have a formula called Elim-1, which has slippery almond and licorice with triphala, to help reset, you know, regular bowel function and, 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 and uh, bowel movements so you have regularity there. You can add, uh, if you have, you know, uh, issues like um, acid reflux or, or occasional heartburn, you can add cooling herbs like Brahmi or... Um, Brahmi or Amalaki or even our Cool Digest to actually cool down the stomach while you're sliming up and coating the entire digestive tract with these demulcent herbs. A very, very powerful form. I use that as a base um, kind of reset for many of my herbal forms when I'm trying to actually reboot digestive strength for somebody. Great time to add colonizing probiotics like the flora restore or the gut revival which actually has the ability to kind of knock out some of the bad microbes and repopulate with some of the good microbes so a great time to repopulate with good microbes when you're actually doing this slimy herbal tea you know if you have issues with indigestion or digestive issues like occasional constipation or looser stools or distress or discomfort that you've had chronically this is a great way to kickstart much better digestion kickstart healthier uh, mucus membranes in your intestinal tract to support better immunity to actually allow your digestive strength to come back and of course most importantly allow the microbiology to actually repopulate and reestablish that beautiful connection between our brain and our gut that can support not only cognitive function but now we know maybe even your intuition okay thanks for listening Uh, check out the article I go into a lot of the detail in the research, some of the amazing research about, you know, the gut, the brain access, and the intuition. So check that article out at LifeSquad.com. Thanks for listening, I'm Dr. John DeYard. Hi, my name is Dr. John DeYard, and I want to talk to you today about ghee. Not just any ghee, but it has to be grass-fed, pasture-raised ghee. Ghee has lots and lots of benefits. One of the benefits of ghee is this high content of conjugated linoleic acid or CLA? Now, grass fed dairy has 500 times more CLA in it than regular grain fed dairy products. So, how important is it that your meat and your dairy products, and particularly your ghee, which is concentrated dairy fat basically, is grass fed? Critically important. Well, what is CLA? CLA has been studied maybe most abundantly studied around its ability to help the body burn fat burn fat yes to lose weight but burn fat for calm fuel stable fuel non-emergency fuel sleep through the night fuel that's what fat does fat has lots of good things it does for the body besides just making us skinny it's very very important cla does that cla also supports liver function cardiovascular function immunity bone health glucose metabolism uh, antioxidant activity this stuff is amazing. When you're talking about 500 times more uh, CLA in grass-fed dairy products, then you're talking about a powerful difference, and it's very important. We had a supplier of ghee for many, many years, and it was bought out by a big, big conglomerate. And they were grass-fed, and now they can't guarantee that they're grass-fed. And we, we, we sourced a brand-new uh, uh, ghee from a company called Ancient Organics, uh, which is phenomenal, grass-fed, super happy, pleasant cows that roam freely in the pasture. They make the ghee in the traditional Ayurvedic way of open flame, small, small batches, really done in a a real old-fashioned, you know, kind of handmade way. It's powerful, powerful ghee. Well, why else is ghee good for you? Well, some people are afraid of ghee because there's a saturated fat. In the article I showed you this video, I list a lot of the science, and I've written much about the debunking the science of the fact that saturated fats are bad for us. Fact is, that, that was sort of flawed science. Unfortunately, in 60 years of that, we've been told fats are bad. Saturated fats are actually not bad for us at all. Your body makes about 80% more cholesterol than you could ever ingest. So our, we need cholesterol you know, desperately. It's the toxins and the, and the pesticides and the preservatives and the processed foods that oxidize the good cholesterols and the bad cholesterols that causes the problems. It's not the saturated fat themselves. Saturated fat, the ghee in particular, has loads of vitamins, all your fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. It has omega-3 fatty acids, omega 9, also very, very good and heart healthy, has lots of lots of minerals, and about at least nine antioxidant compounds that we know of. It's powerful, powerful stuff. More importantly, what I love about Ghee is ghee is made um, or named after, or let's say butter is named after uh, a, a, a fatty acid called butyric acid. Well, ghee is simply concentrated butyric acid. It's the highest source of butyric acid on the planet. And our intestinal tract has a microbe in it called Clostridium butyricum that makes butyric acid, makes ghee, basically, for a living. And that ghee in your intestinal tract supports the health of the intestinal microbiome. It supports the major fuel for the immunity and health of the colon cells in your intestinal tract. It supports the ability to propagate good microbes and helps prevent against toxic, bad microbes to proliferate. It supports glucose metabolism, uh, actually balances hunger levels, and that is the tiny, tiny, tiny short list. Clostridium butyricum, which is basically a microbe that makes ghee in your intestinal tract, supports so many health benefits of our intestinal tract, it's just too long to list, but I list many of them in the article associated with this video about ghee. So it's just amazing to me that ancient Ayurvedic doctors knew that by ingesting ghee, it would actually support the health of the intestinal tract, maybe even the understanding, not understanding that there were microbes there, but they knew that something about ghee was extraordinarily special for the health of the intestinal tract. And now we have loads of science to back that up pretty amazing how this ancient wisdom is now being proved by modern science. I love it. In addition to that, ghee is used as a powerful detoxifier. It is what's called lipophilic, and there's science behind this now that shows when you ingest ghee, it actually has a pulling effect, much like we think of oil pulling in the mouth. We don't have science to prove that particular technique, but we do have science to prove that when you ingest ghee, it pulls heavy metals, environmental toxins off your intestinal tract and detoxifies them for you. And that science is also, that article, that whole study is actually linked in the article you with this video. So how amazing is this incredible substance that we call ghee? And most importantly, when you buy ghee, cook with ghee, the other thing I didn't tell you is that ghee has a super high... Flash point, which means it doesn't burn. Which means when you cook it at very high heat, it won't oxidize and cause toxic, damaging, cancer-causing molecules from the food you eat. So that's it's really one of the world's very, very best cooking oils. And for those of folks who have dairy issues, lactose issues, casein issues, there isn't any of that in ghee. All that's been boiled off. You're looking at just the pure medium, short, and long-chain fatty acids, mostly butyric acid. In the ghee with lots of vitamins and lots of good essential fatty acids. Read this compelling ar- article about ghee and learn more about why it's so important to eat tab ghee as part of your diet, but also, more importantly, make darn sure it's grass fed and pasture raised. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John DeYard. Hi, my name is Dr. John DeYard, and I want to talk to you today about strategies of how to rebuild your microbiome, how to breed microbial diversity in your intestinal tract because we now know based on a lot of really good science that our microbiome and the diversity of our, our microbiology in our gut has to do with almost every physiological function we can think of from mood to blood sugar to bone density to our immunity It has so much to do with almost every single aspect of our health. I wrote an article, a pretty comprehensive article, um, based on the latest science, and all the references are there, about how to rebuild your microbiome and brew and breed microbial diversity. Now, there's two different kinds of microbes, probiotics, on the market today. One of them is what's called colonizing, and the other one is called transient. Transient microbes, probiotics, they go through you, And they don't actually become permanent residents as they go through you. Now, there's tons of good science that supports the idea that these transient probiotics that you sell get in the health food store, they actually work and they do wonderful things. But they don't stick around. When you stop taking them, things tend to go back to the way they were with your microbiology. There are also colonizing probiotics. And it's very few. 99% of of the probiotics on the market are transient in nature not colonizing in nature is only a handful there's one that we use called bifidobacterium lactis HN019 and it's one that's been shown and studied to actually stick to the gut wall and adhere to the gut wall and actually p- poop out waste that other good microbes will actually eat and therefore become more diverse permanent resonance in your gut and one study showed that when people over 60 took that probiotic it increased their microbial diversity significantly and that's really the goal right is to get something where you can take it Reboot micro, microbial diversity and then not have to take probiotics for the rest of your life. And that's been my, my take on this for, for the last 20 years. I never really wanted to carry probiotics that people had to take for the rest of their life because our whole thing at Lifespot is to get people to get on, get better, get off stuff and not be on it for the rest of their life. So when I finally saw this research on these probiotics, it was exciting and that's why we actually carry these colonizing probiotics, and I've been asked by many of my clients and and, and subscribers to to describe how exactly to reboot and reset uh, an environment to support that microbial diversity. So there's four Basic steps. The first step is you want to heal and repair and support the environment of your intestinal mucosa from the very top, your mouth, all the way to the very bottom. That's where the bugs live. They live on your skin, on the inside of your gut wall, also on the outside in your mouth, your respiratory tract. But they love skin. That's where they live, right? And you got to feed them, and they got to be. The, and the skin has to be just right. Can't be too mucousy. Can't be too dry. It's like the three little bears. Has to be just right. So if the mucous memories are too dry the microbes won't thrive. If they're too wet, they won't thrive. They have to be just right. So we want to support them. So we use a tea called a slippery elm prebiotic formula tea. And what it is is slippery elm, marshmallow and licorice root. And we take these herbs chopped up and you take them and you, and you cook them in a tablespoon of each of those in two quarts of water, soak it overnight. Uh, in the morning, boil it down to a half a quart, Strain it through a metal strainer, you have this thick viscous tea that you take tablespoon doses all throughout the day on an empty stomach. And like that Pepto-Bismol commercial, it starts to slime up your entire intestinal tract, covering, protecting your mucous membranes, allowing the good microbes to begin to proliferate, healing the mucous membrane, supporting the environment. And also the fiber, the soluble fiber in this prebiotic tea actually feeds and nourishes the good microbes. That's step one. Step two is to go in there and knock out some of the not so good microbes and breed some of the good colonizing bacteria. We have a formula called gut revival, which half of the probiotics in there knock out the bad guys and half of them are colonizing probiotics like the bifidobacterial lactis HN019, that actually permanently, you know, adheres to the gut wall. Now, the thing about that is that we have microbes in our intestinal tract, according to some of the latest science, that there are good guys, there's bad guys, and there's guys that do a lot of nothing, that take up real estate. And when you are attacked by some virus or bacteria, you want a lot of good guys to rally and take care of the bad guys. That's sort of how it works. But if you have a good guys and bad guys and a lot of guys doing nothing, you want to get rid of the doing nothing guys and get more of the good guys so you can rally in times of stress or immunity support that you need, right? It makes sense. So that's what the the gut revival does. It sort of knocks out a lot of these bad guys or real estate occupying, not very functional probiotics and actually then then, uh, inoculate your gut with good colonizing bacteria. It makes sense as step two. Plus we just laid down this prebiotic fiber throughout the entire intestinal tract. So we just basically fertilize the soil so these good bugs can proliferate and we have a better chance of knocking out some of the bad guys. Then step three is to really bring in the the colonizing bacteria in a a major way. We have a a product called Flora Restore Max, which has uh, uh, has a, a whole variety of colonizing probiotics that adhere to the gut wall. So we pretty much inundate your intestinal tract with colonizing microbes to really make that final difference and then at the end of that, step four, the final step is to go back and either use what's called Flora Restore, which is a smaller version, a less potent version of the Florastor Max, uh, one a day or one every other day for a little while, while you're introducing things like fermented foods into your diet. Now remember, fermented foods are traditionally created to help people uh, allow their foods to be preserved through the winter months, right? So they're hot, they're heating, they're acidic. They use lactic acid fermentation. So the lactic acid protects the food from other bacteria infiltrating and making the food go bad. So these are very acidic foods. So in the summertime, in a hot person, in a hot season, eating a whole lots of 20-ounce jars of kombucha, for example, that can be too much heat, too much acid for that person. So be aware, fermented foods are always, and traditionally done in very small quantities, condiment portions, and in the winter, yes, we want more of the. In the summer when it's hot depending on your body type you have to make those adjustments Uh, clearly that their fermented foods were there to preserve foods uh, so there are much much more of those available in the winter months so it just sort of makes sense but that's how you do it you have step one two three and four to really bring back uh, the balance and create an environment that can support diversity microbial diversity um, and therefore, immunity and all the, the the benefits that a really healthy microbiome will deliver. So please check out the article. It's pretty comprehensive, I'm going through all the research on all of these steps, all the probiotics used in these steps, and how to actually rebuild uh, your microbiome and diversity based on really the cutting edge science. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John Yard. Hi, my name is Dr. John Biart and I want to talk to you today about ghee, clarified butter. You know in Ayurveda, ghee is used for many, many purposes, and here at LifeSpa, we use it a lot for cleansing purposes, to help detoxify the body. Well, new research on ghee has shown that your intestinal tract, the bugs, the microbes in your intestinal tract, actually make its own ghee. It's own butyric acid. Butyric acid is actually, butter is named after butyric acid. And when you eat food that has a lot of fiber in it, that, the bugs eat that fiber, and they actually make a substance called butyric acid. They literally make their own ghee. And that ghee, that, that fatty acid oil, that in your intestinal tract is used as the primary food for the cells of your colon. It's been shown to boost the killer T-cell activity and and support the major part of your gut immunity, which lots of research says 80% of the whole body's immunity. Could all that be coming from ghee? Well, maybe it's just fascinating that in Ayurveda, they said you should do ghee internally as part of a detox and a rehab for your intestinal tract. Even enemas with ghee have been used for thousands of years. Possibly supporting this natural effect that Ghee had and now we have studies to prove that our body Loves it so much that it's actually making its own ghee or butyric acid in the intestinal tract I just think that's incredibly fascinating. Now when you cleanse with ghee, a couple of things are happening. When you cleanse with ghee, you take ghee, usually in the morning, and it forces you to burn that fat, and therefore go into fat burning. And when you go into fat burning, you get calm, you get stable, and the body's forced to burn its fat, therefore lose weight. But also fats that calm, stable fuel. So it resets your ability to be a good fat burner and a natural detoxifier, because that's where all the toxins are. Ghee is phenomenally interesting because not only does it have lots of butyric acid, more than any other food group that we know of, it also has omega-3s, omega-9s, short-chain, medium-chain, long-chain fatty acids, CLA, vitamin A, D, and K. It really is this incredible broad-spectrum fatty acid, gives us a little bit of everything. It's got a very high flash point, 485 degrees Fahrenheit, so it won't burn when you cook it. So you can cook it and use it as one of your major cooking oils. So it's extremely important from that perspective. So when you take ghee, it'll actually, because it's got all these fats, it forces the bile to flow and it contracts the gallbladder and flushes a lot of bile. When that bile gets flushed into your intestinal tract, the bile is like little Pac-Man in your liver, pac man toxins and cholesterol. And when it goes into your gut, it continues to have Pac-Man toxins and cholesterol and flushes that into the toilet. And we know now that the butyric acid in the ghee is healing the intestinal wall and that's one of their biggest problems in the west is we have irritated, inflamed intestinal mucosa that compromise digestion, assimilation, detoxification creates all these many of the hypersensitivity issues we have with gluten and dairy come from a hypersensitive intestinal tract. So boy, how amazing is that? ghee also has a thing traditionally known as oleation. When you take the ghee, because it has all these different fats, it sort of oleates and impregnates into the tissues. And there's a process called lipophilic action where the fat in the ghee attaches to fat soluble toxins and pulls them back into circulation and chelates them out of the body. So, boy, when you think about why ghee as a detoxifying agent, incredible. YG to cook with. Incredible. And now that we know that our body loves it so much it's making its own in this intestinal tract it sure makes you think boy somehow in Ayurveda thousand years ago they figured out how to really rehab the intestinal tract and therefore support optimal digestive health. And as we know in our world your digestion is your ability to detoxify And if you don't digest well, you don't detox well, and that's critically important. So please read the article, I I cite this study, I just think it's fascinating, and learn more about how ghee can help and support your intestinal health. Thanks for listening, see you next time. This recording is brought to you by LifeSpa, where ancient Ayurvedic wisdom meets modern science. Get access to free health video newsletters by Dr. John at LifeSpa.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.